Hey there, welcome to Booming It. I'm John Cremens, glad to have you along today. And certainly I thank you very much uh, for being a part of the podcast and taking time out of your day to listen in. I want to be sharing a lot of things about being an entrepreneur and business and home and life and, well, pretty much everything in life that makes you a boomer. And uh, we're going to be talking about all kinds of things. And certainly I'll, I'll pass along some life experiences, some of the things that I've had and, and gathered over my, well, many years on this planet. So I hope you enjoy the show today. It's not always going to always be about something serious and you know sad. It's going to be fun. It's going to be uplifting. And there's going to be times that I'm going to, you know, give you some of my past experiences, whether it be live on television or one of the shopping channels or something that happened in my life that it kind of affected me. And I hope that you're able to get a life lesson from it. And on today's show, I'm going to do something a little bit different, okay? I want to um, have a little bit of fun. I want to talk about some of the past, some of the things that I remember. The top moments on television shopping, and that means from all the different shopping uh, uh, you know, networks and channels that I've worked for, the infomercials that I've done, um, and a little bit about kind of everything in this uh, in this industry. It's, it's quite an industry. They're a collection of people uh, since the beginning that are some of the most remarkable, some of the most pioneering, some of the most entrepreneurial, and also some of the most wonderfully engaging and... Um, and heartfelt people that you could ever have in one life. Uh, And, you know, I got to tell you, um, you know, in this life, I have had uh, a tremendous amount of things, you know, happen to me, whether it be starting in radio at a local radio station in the, you know, near the Twin Cities in New Richmond, Wisconsin, all the way to America's Value Network, my first shopping channel they ever worked for, or the Cable Value Network and CBN, and and then also to to HSN and all that they entailed. And then, of course, overseas in in Europe and having the chance to go to the the QVC channels and the HSC 24 channel over uh, over there. There's a little bit of something for, you know, when I look back and I see all these images in my mind, there are things that stand out. And, and on today's show, I'm going to do that, and we're going to give you a chance and an opportunity to kind of see things that will happen in my life that are special, that are memorable, and, and definitely something that I think that you're going to have a little bit of fun with, uh, but also um, know a little bit more about how this big industry, uh, the television shopping industry, started. You know, if, you, if I look back... Years ago, when when all of the home shopping channels went up, and there were a variety, really, not just of one or two or three or four shopping channels, at a time, they were actually up to almost 12. And, and one of them, America's Value Network, was being built in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It was right out of the, um, the Menards uh, corporate headquarters. And, and for those of you that don't know who Menards is, uh, John Menard created an amazing company. He was part of the Forbes 500, uh, it, a home center just like Lowe's and um, and Home Depot. They were the third largest and big everywhere throughout the Midwest. And so John decided that he saw these shopping channels start to go, and he wanted to do his own as well. So he created America's Value Network. Now, how does that involve me? Well, because when I was a young guy and I was in radio, my brother went to the uh, University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. And he became a cameraman. It was, you know, went into audition and was going to be a cameraman for this unique shopping channel that they were creating. And he said, I should come try out. You know, they're looking for hosts. I said, well, what are they looking for? And they really had no idea 
um, what they were looking for. So here you go. I'm in the Twin Cities. They're in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. I've got to travel 75 miles. And that was okay. You know, at least it wasn't in winter. It would have been a mess then. But certainly I, I got there. And I got the opportunity to try out. I met a few of the guys. They they put a mic on me, and I thought, well, okay, I never had a mic on before, and except for just in radio, and I didn't ever had to put those on. And so I had no, no idea what to do. So here I'm, I'm on set. So they hand me a ventricular fan. It's one of those fans that rotate back and forth and keep you cool no matter where you are. And then a toy puppy in a basket. And then they said, have at it. And so here I am. I'm on live. I'm talking about the fan. Then I go to the basket. I have no idea what I'm doing. All I'm doing is try to sell it, trying to think why I would want it, why I want to buy it. And after I was done, nobody said a word to me. Now think about this. You've just done this. You've never done this before. And all of a sudden, nobody comes out to the set. In my mind, I thought, oh, my God, I must have blown it really bad. And who knows? You know, I, <laughs> at that point, I probably, um, I probably did. But I didn't know it at the time. So I took my mic off. Um, didn't see anybody around, so I just got back in my car, and I headed back to the Twin Cities. And so the whole drive back, I kept thinking, boy, they, I must have really blown it. They didn't like me at all. So I got at home, went inside, and I saw that my answering machine. Now, okay, that dates me. Yeah, there were no cell phones at that time. All we had were the little cell machines, right? So the, this little machine, the, little, the dots going off, and I'm going, oh, ooh, I'm going to call. All right. I hit the button. I listened to the message, and it was a job offer, a job offer from America's Value Network, the place that you know made me one of the one of the first television shopping hosts ever in the world, and they wanted me to start immediately. I absolutely could not believe it. I mean, I thought, oh my gosh, it, it's done, it's over. No, uh, my adventure in the shopping industry had just begun. Now, America's Value Network goes some great stories, and there's some great people. Uh, that were all part of of the the special thing that was um, that was it at the time. I mean, because there was nothing like uh, America's Value Network. Uh, there was something that was different. It was unique. Um, it was freeform. I mean, you got a list of products and you were looking at the box for any <laughs> any any information that you could possibly have to be able to well do pretty much anything. And it was. Uh, it was fun, it was exciting, it was different, and, and definitely uh, it's one of those things that you cannot um, you cannot imagine. So we're out there doing everything, and uh, I became a, a show called John and Johnny. Johnny Rhodes and myself uh, had a, uh, well, we were one of the, the, the several sets of hosts that they put together. So you work with two. Um, yeah, it, it, and it was absolutely incredible. One of these, you know, one of these days on the show, I'm actually going to go back and we're going to take a look at some of those times, some of those really cool um, moments that happened at uh, America's Value Network because the John and Johnny show went nationwide. It literally became later in life, you know, one of those things that somebody found in a closet, a tape of all of us together. And it became something that, well, it was on the Comedy Channel. It was on a lot of other different networks. And they were showing the John and Johnny show. Uh, and it actually made it into a movie. Uh, and one of the clips of that movie was the Sound Footage Festival and John and Johnny. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that because there's a special thing that happened. Um, I got a chance to reunite with Johnny a little bit later. And it was very cool. So let's go on. So now we're going. That was the first moment, my first time ever um, at um, in the shopping channels. So I'm on AVN one day, 
and my, my wife at that time was 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 pregnant, and we we're expecting her child. So I'm on air and I'm talking about everything. All of a sudden, they're going, "Hey, hey John, hey Doc, you got to go." I go. What do you mean I got to go? And I said that on air like like an idiot. I should have waited to break and then find out what they wanted to do. And they were trying to wave me over, and I was like, "Well, I got I got a few minutes here. I got to keep going." And well, 75 miles away in Stillwater, Minnesota, my wife was pregnant at the time was getting ready to give birth to my soon-to-be daughter, Ashley Laurel. And, well, you pretty much know how that story went. She's uh, gotten older, she's gotten married, and uh, love her to death. And that was, you know, literally how I had to leave the air uh, to actually go and um, be back in Stillwater for the um, uh, for the birth of my, of my daughter. Well, as time goes on, there are these other shopping channels started to get bigger. Um, and, of course, you had QVC, you had HSN. Um, and, well, and the Cable Value Network, CBN, one time actually was thinking about buying America's Value Network, right, from Menards. So I met the entire management team from CBN. And since I was one of the senior hosts at the time of the network, um, I thought, well, you know what? I'm in a bigger network. There's more houses. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll do something. So I, a couple weeks later, I sent a demo tape off to them to see what they do. Now, that was on Wednesday. On Friday, I received a call from CVN. And I'm thinking, well, that's kind of weird. They didn't want to wait. They wanted to talk to me immediately. So they set up an appointment, listen to this now, on Sunday. So I had to drive over the Twin Cities, on the other side of the Twin Cities, and meet with them Sunday. By Sunday afternoon, I was invited to join the growing list um, of hosts for CVN. It was incredibly... um, uh, exciting. Matter of fact, uh, the CVN uh, group of people, uh, when we were later bought by QVC, few of them are still up there at uh, QVC, like Mary Beth Rowe and Dan Wheeler. Uh, but then, of course, my friends, uh, Clean Lopez, Chris Scanlon, Alan Scantz, uh, and myself came down to HSN to be a part of the history of, uh, you know, definitely uh, an incredible com- company. I mean, think about this. So here's. CVN, a great company, wonderful people. And there are other stories I'll tell you about them uh, in other shows. But what I wanted to say is that years ago when QVC decided to buy um, CVN, they at one time um, decided that, um, you know, they they were going to decide on which host they were going to pick. So they picked a few that went there and a few that, well, didn't go anywhere. And then a few of us, you know, decided to do things on our own, right? But years ago, uh, when CVN um, was bought by QVC, I had attempted many times to become a host for HSN. Um, matter of fact, at that time, HSN didn't want anybody from CVN. None, none at all. There was bad blood between the two companies. A lot of the management team harbored um, kind of resentment to anybody that came from CVN because they were the people that were left when CVN came to HSN and took all the great hosts. And one day they just appeared on, on CBN, which uh, was pretty amazing. So what I did, I said, you know what, I'm not going to let that bother me because I didn't work for them back then. They had no idea who I was. So I said 20 demo tapes off a week for five weeks. They finally changed their mind. First they hired Chris Scanlon. Then they hired me. I was offered a job over the phone. Now listen to this. All the preparations for my empo- uh, employment were handled that way. I mean, I didn't really communicate with anybody. I mean, besides just getting all my information, where I should go, what I should do. And um, 
that was a, that was weird for me. I put everything in the U-Haul and headed south to Florida. So think about that for a second. I took a large leap when I first came to uh, to HSN, and uh, boy, I tell you, uh, there were so many things that you know that the, the beginning of that that really started to make me wonder if um, if things were going to happen. One of the last times I remember on CBN was a meeting that I had with QVC's John Eastman. Now, many of you that watch QVC or have watched HSN lately, and you know who John Eastman is. Big, tall guy. Great guy. Um, and I love him to death. But at that time, I had no idea. So as um, I was the last CBN host on air, they were running a tape, basically, and I threw over to Terry Toner and Nicole Erickson, both good friends of mine. Um, I got a note saying John Eastman wants to talk to me. I'm thinking, oh, my God, what did I do? I should have, did I say something bad? I probably didn't write. I hope not. Well, basically, what happened was he wanted to talk to me, and he wanted to say, um, uh, since it was his, it was our last day, I was told um, that he wanted me to come in, talk to me a little bit, something okay, so I go there, and um, he was really nice. He said that you know he, he, he felt of any of the hosts that he could trust me to be professional to the end. He then went on to say that he was sorry about that QVC couldn't offer me a job, but, um, but they knew that that one day, um, you know that maybe our past would uh, would possibly you know cross again. He said maybe even I'll offer you a job. I'm looking at you know what, dude. And this is what I said to him. Um, I was sitting on the other desk. I looked at him. I thought for a moment, and then I said, I wouldn't hire your ass either. And then I walked out the door and left. That's how I ended it right there. Done. I walked out and was gone. I was headed to the party because there was a big uh, CVN party at the at the end of it all. So years later, now here I am, I'm sitting in HSN, I'm waiting to see a new host that HSN had hired. We all heard about it, but it was all mumbling, we had no idea who it was, and well, I was sitting there, you know, looking at my show, and thinking, okay, so that maybe this host is going to come here pretty soon, and all of a sudden, around the corner came a very familiar face. It was John Eastman. <laughs> so immediately, look at this now, we literally looked at each other and started laughing, John's a great guy, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm so glad I got to know him as a compatriot, not an adversary, but as a as a friend. He's just, he was just a great guy. But it was a moment of time when we looked at each other and thought, "Holy crap, we are kind of going together." And just an inside note for the Shami channels, we're we're like gypsies. We've all either worked together, know each other, have have talked to each other, have seen each other at conventions. Uh, it's an amazing group of people, the originals of the shopping channels and when they first went up truly were um some uh some fantastic people now there's some other things that happened i could tell you about a little bit later i'm gonna and i'm gonna go real fast because there's a lot of things that i want to tell you about but one in particular on my birthday at hsn i had had a chance to work with some of the in the, some of the sports shows when rich hollingberg wasn't there and and, and basically there was a moment on the morning show on sunrise that I will remember forever. Now, it was my birthday, January 29th. On my show list coming up, it says Fran Tarkington. Fran Tarkington? Wait a minute. Fran Tarkington was my boyhood hero. He was the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. I watched him lose every Super Bowl loss. I watched him win NFC Championship games. I loved and, and, and truly admired all about him because I thought he was an amazing quarterback. So here I am. It's my birthday. I go in the green room. I'm nervous as hell. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's your boyhood hero. You're going to meet him face to face. You're going to get a chance to talk. Maybe have some coffee with him. It's going to be fantastic. So he comes in, 
And I'm sitting there and having coffee and talking to a few people. And I'm like, oh, my God. So we go back in the green room and we sit down. And I, as, I think I, everything just kicked in. I told him what an amazing quarterback he was. I kind of blathered on. I'm sure he went on for moments. And it, what, what, his reaction to me was something that I will remember for the rest of my life. He looked at me and said, you used to watch us in the Met Stadium? Outside? In the cold? Oh, yeah. Did more than that. We went, we braved snowstorms to go watch you. And everything came out. We were talking football. We were talking Minnesota football. We were talking Bud Grant and how he wouldn't allow them to have heaters on the sideline even when it was below zero. I mean, it was cold and they're out there playing football, right? And that went on for two hours. Now, imagine you're a, you're, you are a fan. You are a, a, of a legend in the game that you really love. And you're talking to them face to face. And they're talking to you like you, you've known each other forever. It was one of the most uh, amazing experiences of my life. Now, he gets on the show. And he's selling a, a financial product. And I'm thinking, this is cool. I love Fran Tarkin. We're going to have a good time. We just had a great two hours. He got on air. And his product died. It didn't go very well. And this is Sunrise. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I just went to spend 15 minutes. We didn't sell maybe a dozen. It was sad. And I was feeling it inside. Oh, my God, my, my boyhood heroes. Now, you know, it didn't work. So we're sitting there. The, the crew's counting me down. It's a minute left. And I'm thinking, okay, i got to end this out. I'm th- thanking Fran for being on the show. And, you know, this will be my last time I'll ever probably ever see him live ever again. And at the end, he's like, no, John, you can't, you can't go. And I go, there's 30 seconds. They're counting me down. He goes, no, 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 wait. He goes to his assistant. He looks over and he says, come over here. So he comes over and handed me this football. It's not just any football. It's by my boyhood hero, quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, He gave me this football. And I looked over. I don't know if you can see it, but to John. Happy birthday, Fran Tarkington. Gang, at that moment, I couldn't say any more. And they went to break, and I started crying. <laughs> he loved it. He thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I can tell you, it still is the great one of the greatest moments I ever had on um, on HSN. Uh, just, you know, to have your boyhood legend. And an amazing individual. You just spoke for two hours. He didn't have to talk to me. He could have spent the regular 15 minutes and a guest would give a host, and that's about it, right? Well, that was my favorite time, and that is one of those moments that I will remember uh, truly forever. Hey, I'm noticing a bunch of you on, on joining me here, and I thank you so much, uh, Chris Semenix, uh, uh, Deb uh, Revenscroft. Uh, Deb, nice having you on the, on the feed. Uh, Ronnie joining us as well. Brandon, Gil, nice. Dude, you're doing good out there. Lindsay uh, has joined us as well, and there's uh, and, and others as well. So keep going in. If you want to comment while I'm talking, that is uh, definitely whatever you'd like to do. Certainly, I would love to. Um, I'd love to hear from you today because definitely the day is one of those days where you know as I go back over all my memories, and there are a lot of them. Uh, whether it's you know in radio, maybe perhaps it's you know from HSN to QVC to infomercials. Meeting some of the, the, the biggest stars in, in, in our industry, certainly, and people that I have come to um, love as family and as friends, it's been, a, it's been an incredible ride. And it's one of those that 
if if I hadn't taken the chance to go from radio to go into the television and to go into these these amazing shopping channels, um, it, it would never have happened. Here's my take on the day. I've told you just a few things, and there's so much more. Like when Olivia Newton-John put her arm around me for a half an hour and I couldn't talk, or when Omar Sharif told me I was a handsome man and I must get all the girls. Doing shows with uh, William Shatner, the anniversary of um, Star Trek, or maybe uh, as well with Stan Lee doing Spider-Man and the premiere in, uh, in Los Angeles. All these wonderful moments, these, these, these amazing things that have made me who I am, and also made history in the television shopping industry. Here's what I want to tell you, though. This is my, my life take. And I'm going to end every one of my shows with something that I think that you need to look at or think of. You know, if you learn a life lesson from what I've shown you today, is take chances. Take advantage of moments that you're given. Even if you're scared, even if you're not sure, even if you don't know that what you're thinking or what you're doing is, is right, or even if you're going to be good at it, you don't have to. I mean, I, I, I want to tell you right now, those chances, those those chance moments when you meet somebody for the first time, like, okay, perfect example. I'm at the Palazzo in Las Vegas. I'm there to do a speaking engagement. I'm a part of a panel, and and I, you know, I was given one of the top hotel, one of the top suites up top, and very nice. I, I was very surprised I got that. And I get in the elevator and I go down two floors, and in walks Gene Simmons, yeah, the bass player for Kiss. And he's you know I make up everything. He just kind of stands. He, he sits next to me. I look over. And I say, "Hey, good morning, Gene." He said, "Hey, dude, yeah, good morning." And that was it. If I hadn't done that, I never would have got that. And it, <laughs> like it was just a happenstance thing. And you act like nothing. You don't go crazy like all the other fans. Maybe they'll actually talk to you. Well, he did. But if you take those chances, remember that in your heart is the fighter. In your heart is the, is the, the wonderful world that you've become. That you, all of your life's experiences will help you take that risk. Take that moment. Take that first chance, that first step. When you're given it, don't, don't walk away. When you're given a chance that it seems too good to be true, or maybe it's something you always wanted. Remember, in this right here, your heart, and right here in your head, are life experiences that you can draw on. And if you take risks like I do, and you do things, uh, and you do it because, darn it, you want to, you're going to succeed. You may not succeed the first time, but down the road you will. You've got to take the chance. You have to take the risk. If you don't take the risk, you don't get the rewards. And I, I've been so blessed. You know, this is just the first of one of the lookbacks. I've got so many memories that I've, I've actually written down, and maybe I'll attach it um, to uh, the video here a little bit later. But I want to thank you for joining me. Thanks for the support. Keep sending the messages. Keep sending the letters. I appreciate reading them. Uh, oh, Matt Holmes just joined me. Peter Mendham just joined me. Uh, everybody's kind of, you know, just joined me as well. So people are, are joining me. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, if you're given the chance, if you're given that one moment to do something that you always wanted to do, but you started to be afraid or you started to think, well, I'm not going to be good enough. Remember all those past experiences, the past experiences with people that you care about, the past experiences that 
you know, make you who you are. Because if it weren't for that, uh, you'd miss out on, on a heck of a lot. And I don't, I don't want you to do that. I've never done it. I've taken the chance. You can too.